Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Terry Funk, Great Texan, from 1984. If you're listening to this at the time of its release, this past week the world lost professional wrestling icon Terry Funk. His Hall of Fame professional wrestling career amazingly lasted for over 50 years, working for pretty much all of the major promotions, All Japan Pro Wrestling, NWA, WCW, ECW, AWA, and WWE, among many others. His career started all the way back in 1965, wrestling for his father Dory Funk's Western States sports promotion in Amarillo, Texas. Often working as a tag team with his older brother Dory Funk Jr., the two brothers quickly rose up the ranks, both together and separately. By the end of the 60s, they were becoming big draws. In 1975, Terry Funk would win his first world championship, defeating Jack Briscoe and becoming the NWA world champion. Here in the dressing room at Miami Beach at Convention Hall, I have with me now the new NWA world heavyweight champion, Terry Funk, the man who lived in the shadow of his brother for over four years, has finally achieved that pinnacle, the World Heavyweight Wrestling Championship. And may I just say congratulations. Thank you very much, Gordon. It's the proudest day of my life. Naturally, it is. And that wouldn't be Terry Funk's only championship throughout his long career. He would also hold the USWA Unified World Heavyweight Championship, ECW World Television Championship, ECW World Heavyweight Championship, and the WWE World Tag Team Championship back when it was still known as the WWF. Those runs in ECW and the WWF were in the much later stages of his career, when he changed his wrestling style. At 49 years old, he became known for his insanely violent hardcore matches, taking parts in things like death matches, branding iron matches, and barbed wire matches, one of which was in 1997, and both he and his opponent Sabu had to be cut out of the wires at the end of the match. It's incredibly graphic and hard to watch due to the fact that during the match, his opponent Sabu had his bicep visibly torn open by the barbed wire. Yuck. Now, don't worry, non-wrestling fans, if you're still even listening. I'm not going to get super in-depth about Terry Funk's 50-plus year wrestling career. That would take too much time. I just wanted to touch on it just a little bit. And while he may not necessarily be a household name to the layperson, Terry Funk was a legend in professional wrestling. One last thing I wanted to touch upon is Terry Funk's seemingly inability to retire from wrestling. Way back in August of 1983, while wrestling in Tokyo, Terry Funk would announce his retirement. would return to the ring just a few months later. He would retire and come back so many times that no one seems to really know the official number of how many times. 
Funk still continued wrestling for nearly another 20 years after these words from his doctor in this clip from the 1999 documentary Beyond the Mat. You need a new knee now. Let me ask you one thing. If, yeah. if I don't have an operation or, or if I don't have a new knee put in there, can I go ahead and, and live comfortably? Can I get around comfortably? You shouldn't be able to get around comfortably now. This ought to give you pain chronically. It ought to be disabling to you. And that is a problem. There's not a whole lot we can do when we get to that point. And chronic pain for the next 30 or 40 years isn't a real fun thing to think about. But Terry Funk did try a few things outside of wrestling throughout his life. In 1978, years before his first retirement, Terry Funk made his feature film debut as a wrestler in the Sylvester Stallone sports drama Paradise Alley. In this behind-the-scenes clip, Sylvester Stallone talks about Funk's work. The man in the, uh, the breeze with the white stride, his name is Terry Funk. He's a uh, former heavyweight world champion wrestler like his brother and like his father before him. He's from Amarillo, Texas. He is coming to the picture. He plays Frank the Supper. Aside from his acting role, he's also taken on the incredible chore of teaching Lee Candelita, who has never wrestled in his life, uh, to become a professional wrestler. And he must have made an impact on Stallone, because he would also have a role alongside him in 1987's Over the Top. And Mr. Cutler is talking to you. I'm through talking. And then in 1990... Funk would also choreograph the street fight between Rocky Balboa and Tommy Gunn at the end of Rocky V. But probably his best-known movie role was in 1989, when he appeared alongside Patrick Swayze in the action film Roadhouse. You know, I heard you had balls big enough to come in a dump truck, but uh, you don't look like much to me. (laughs) But to get into Terry Funk's most infamous venture outside of wrestling, Let's get back to his time in the early 80s, wrestling in Japan. In a 2015 article on Vice.com, Nate Patron wrote the following. Now, keep in mind that Terry Funk has a history of being a hell of a promo, a pretty good tough guy movie bit player, and flamboyantly, world-historically batshit charismatic. Alongside his brother Dory Funk Jr., Terry was such an attention-getting tornado of violence that one of Japan's biggest rock bands composed an entrance theme for them. Creation's two-part 1978 single, Spinning Toehold, is the best instrumental the Brothers Johnson never recorded. Promotional gambits like these proved lucrative for All Japan Pro Wrestling, which used the Funk Brothers' penchant for making people bleed as a major counterpoint to the high-flying technical masters of the competing promotion New Japan. So why settle for a single inspired by Terry when you could release an entire album sung by him? So, in 1984, just one year before he would have his first run in the WWE, Terry Funk released Great Texan on Invitation Records. You no good for nothing, egg-sucking dog. The album begins with the title track. Great Texan was written by Aiji Nakahira. Bear with me on some of these Japanese name pronunciations here. I'm trying my best as a dumb American. Nakahira also plays bass on the album. And the song also features backing vocals from Noriko Miyamoto, a Japanese R&B singer in the late 70s and early 80s, who eventually came to the United States releasing albums under the name Mimi. You'll also hear some guest vocals from professional wrestling manager and former Bizarre Album subject Jimmy Hart. More on him in a minute. There is 
Next is Touch Your Heart, Sayonara Boko Ienai. Another track written by Aiji Nakahira. I mentioned Jimmy Hart a minute ago. He's come up several times on Bizarre Albums before. He's been involved in some capacity with the majority of the wrestling albums I've covered on here. Like Terry Funk, not long after the release of this album, Jimmy Hart would make the move to the World Wrestling Federation, even appearing at the very first WrestleMania. And just a little reminder here, before his wrestling career, Jimmy Hart was a member of the 60s group The Gentries, best known for their 1965 top five hit, Keep on dancing. I keep on dancing for dirty water turns a trick right now. Turn the bottom, shake it, shake it, baby. Come on and show me how you work. But Jimmy Hart is also a songwriter, and he wrote the album's next song, We Like to Rock. To the best of my knowledge, Hart hasn't recorded this song elsewhere, but its opening lyrics are very similar to two of his other compositions. First is the song Crank It Up that Hart himself performed on 1987's Pile Driver, The Wrestling Album 2. We were cruising the streets, looking for some action, had my radio playing, all my rock and roll Then there's Beach Patrol from 1994's Hulk Rules album by Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. I was walking down the beach, looking for some action, had my radio set on a rap rap station. Now, here's Terry Funk doing... We like to rock. Cruising the streets, looking for some action. My radio is blasting on my rock and roll station. They call us juvenile delinquents. They say we're out of control. Juvenile delinquents. Cause we like to rock. Terry Funk wrote about making this album in his 2012 autobiography, More Than Hardcore. And now, to read from that book, here is AEW and Ring of Honor wrestler and host of the Art of Wrestling and Wrestling Anonymous podcasts, Colt Cabana. Great Texan contains some of the most god-awful singing you've ever heard. Jimmy Hart wrote the songs for me because... I was too cheap to pay for the rights to songs that people had already heard. All the songs on the albums had one thing in common. They all sucked.
Up next is another song written by Jimmy Hart, Barbara Streisand's Nose. Yes, you heard me right. That is the title. And if that sounds familiar to you, I've talked about this song on the show before. Hart himself recorded the song on his 1985 album, Outrageous Conduct. But here's a bit of the Terry Funk version. And I'm guessing it's a fairly good bet that it's the only ever Japanese album to mention Herschel Walker. Dolly Parton's chest, you know that's the best. And Herschel Walker's thighs. You gotta be kidding me! I was doing all right till I turned on the light. It was then I realized she had Barbara Streisand's nose. She had Barbara Streisand's nose. Liberace's one other quick note about this song is the instrumental section very obviously influenced by Michael Jackson's Beat It. Up next is the lone song on the album that Terry Funk himself co-wrote, and he did so alongside Jimmy Hart. This is Rapongi. Next is yet another Jimmy Hart song that he would record himself a year later, We Hate School. It's an odd song for a 40-year-old man to be performing, but the song dates back to as early as 1982 when Hart performed the song in a music video when he was a part of Memphis Wrestling. My teacher don't like my music and she don't like my clothes. Up your nose with a rubber hose. I'd like to shove her where the sun don't go. Cause we hate school but we love rock and roll. The album closes the same way it opens, with Great Texan, though this time it's followed with a parentheses theme from Terry Funk. It's pretty much the same as the opener, just with no spoken word this time. So no real reason to play a clip of that one, but alright, here's a taste. Alright, that's enough. Most of the album's liner notes are in Japanese, so not a lot of information for me here. The credited producer on the album is Tetsuo Hoshika. The album's backing band is credited as Flashback Band. It includes members of the Japanese rock bands The Fuse, Chicken Shack, and Creation. There's also guitarist Jun Yamagishi from the bands Papa Grows Funk and The Wild Magnolias. All of this in addition to synthesizer from Suichi Nariki, who one year later would play on an album called Love Me for Jackie Chan. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums. 
and I'm at Tony Faxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at BizarreAlbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. Bizarre Albums.